Welcome to the Achieving Flow podcast. You're in the right place if you are a corporate employee and you're looking for a way to feel better at work. We will dive deeper into what it means to set boundaries at work, how to maintain a positive mindset, and most importantly, how to honor your values in every situation. By the way, that doesn't just go for work, it goes in your personal life too. So, are you ready? Let's get started. Welcome everyone. I'm here with Denise Chakarova. Am I actually pronouncing that correctly, Denise? <laughs> the surname, no. No, <laughs> no I can pronounce that correctly. <laughs> but <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's Chakarova, yeah. Chakarova, amazing. Thank you for correcting me. I want to make sure I pronounce people's names correctly because it does really have a personal feel to it, doesn't it? So thank yeah. you for correcting me there. <laughs> no worries. Amazing. Uh, so Denise and I, um, we have a little bit of a history. It's not necessarily been a big one, a big like, okay, we've been friends for years and we were doing X, Y, and Z in X, Y, and Z places or whatever it is. But we do have a history in the sense that we work together, then didn't do a whole lot of talking during that time with each other, said hi, you know, the occasional, how are you? What's going on? How is your work? All that kind of stuff lost track of each other for a little bit and then here she pops up in the coaching training that I was also in um, and we got back in touch and it's just been so amazing catching up with you every single time to just see your progress and you know having you part of my beta program as well it's just been beautiful to be able to connect with you and share this experience with you at the same time. Likewise, Kiana. Uh, thanks very much. It's a, it's a great intro, by the way. And I'm so grateful that we <laughs> actually, you know, um, coming together and we're able to share, you know, common interests as well, but also we're inspired of, uh, you know, growing in life. So thank you very much for inviting me in your podcast. Oh, my pleasure. That just gives me just goosebumps all over, you know, it's just sharing that love, isn't it? And sharing that experience. It's really, really beautiful. I'm very grateful Absolutely. for that. Thank you. Uh, so today, you know, um, anyone who's listened to the first interview will have an idea of what we're going to be talking about. It's a success story series where we go a little bit deeper into what success means for us, for individuals, for certain people. So Denise, I'd love for you to share a little bit more about yourself and your journey. Okay, great. So I was born in, um, in a small town in Bulgaria to a Turkish family. Mm-hmm. And um, I actually feel very privileged to be having that Turkish heritage, but at the same time being raised in Bulgaria because it gave me the opportunity to grow up between two cultures and two religions. And I think I've got the best values from both sides. And I truly enjoyed my childhood. It was it was carefree, it was joyful. It was a time when children were on the street and trying to come up with, you know, some creative games, you know, had little gangs or build up some, you know, theater stages. And that was a time where every child I had to learn to play an instrument. For me, it was a piano, for example. I didn't continue, but still I had some practice or learned foreign languages. That was the communism time uh, in Bulgaria. It wasn't great for specifically Turkish people, but I never felt that strongly uh, when I was growing up. At age of nine, I I lost my father, who was um, 
who was a well-known doctor. And um, I think that's, that became a very pivotal moment for my life, but also, you know, overall for our family's life. I think I still carry, you know, some, some trauma, you know, since then, because my father died in front of me, but I constantly work on myself and consistently, uh, to be absolutely honest. So, but him dying, you know, really restructured or redirected the way how I made decisions in life. I built my independence or even the level of masculinity that I currently have. So yeah, that was a very pivotal moment. Another pivotal moment uh, was when I found the passion at age of 10 mm -hmm. and it was the acting theater, being on stage. So I was on stage for 12 years, I think, overall, uh, in total, in Bulgaria and in Turkey. Um, and I really wanted to pursue that passion of mine. I moved to Turkey thinking that I will become an actress. But actually what happened is I became a computer engineer. <laughs> and I, completed <laughs> my, <laughs> I completed my bachelor degree in Turkey, computer sciences. And, and to be honest, I didn't have time to develop any professional skills related to, to acting. And then at one point I moved to London. So I lived here for 15 years and I'm extremely happy. Oh, amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that story with us, Denise. It's so beautiful. And I love that you're taking us on a story, on a journey directly. You know, it's not just, oh, I'm just telling you a little bit about myself and here you are and this is me. And no, it's a real story. You can, you can really mm -hmm. feel it as you go through it as well. So I appreciate mm -hmm. it. It's Thank interesting you. that you went from, I want to be an actress and I want to be on stage to, I'm going to study computer science, which has absolutely nothing to do with each other, <laughs> absolutely. right? Absolutely. Yeah. How did that happen? So when I moved to Turkey, I really had that, you know, um, idea in mind that I really wanted to pursue acting. And actually the first two years at the university, I, uh, I was at stage and I was taking lead roles and I was kind of... I was sure that I will continue doing this, mm. but it didn't happen professionally. Although when I look now from a completely different perspective on my life, I always acted somehow and sales, that's the basically, you know, the journey that you were at as mm -hmm. well in sales, you need to, you need to act, you need to be on stage all the time. You need to show mm -hmm. up, right? whether this is related to um, speaking with customers or the prospect or demonstrating, you know, the product or speaking in front of, you know, 300 people, it's, it's all acting. And I do believe that building my skills from my childhood in acting helped me a lot through life. Um, right. Yeah. And, and always it developed, the, it, it developed the curiosity and entertainment. So I'm mm -hmm. a very curious person and I love to entertain and to be entertained. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, now as you talk through that, that journey of, yes, having the acting background and having the skills and utilizing those in a sales career, I completely agree with you. It is so important to be able to adapt to a conversation and make sure that you're making it entertaining as well. And at the same time, then be entertained as a response to that entertaining that you're doing with clients and, uh, and things like that. So amazing. totally agree. 
So could you describe for me the moment then that you discovered what you truly wanted to achieve in life? Okay, so let's be clear on that. I, mm-hmm. I always want to achieve something. Yeah. <laughs> and I always, you know, gratefully find a way to do that. But if I think of a specific moment or two, it will be me moving to London. I remember my best friend and I, we were in the rooftop of my house back in Bulgaria, dreaming about life and dreaming about what we want to become, where we want to live. And this is where I I shared with her that I wanted to live in, in London one day because I always, you know, loved countries where you know, people speak English. And this is exactly the time when I started learning English. I received a book at school uh, and on the first page, it was that Tower Bridge, right? So at that time, we we knew that as a London Bridge. When I came to London, I realized it's a Tower <laughs> Bridge. So the yeah. Blue Bridge here in London, it's called Tower Bridge. Yeah. yeah so and also nice to have the sirens in the background, just to remind us that you are in fact in London. I love that. I am. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm so sorry about the noise. Um, no, that's totally fine. I love it. <laughs> Carry on. Yeah. So basically, that was the first moment when I kind of built the seeds or, you know, build that dream. But actually, you know, when I was in Turkey, already graduated and became a computer uh, engineer, I was I was working and living in Istanbul, which is not a fantastic city that provides loads of opportunities. And, and I was kind of happy, you know, living there and earning my money. I had really comfortable life. But I always felt that something's missing. I always felt that, you know, this is not the life that I really want to live and to continue with. There was something missing and I couldn't figure out what. Mm-hmm. Accidentally, one day, the book, The Secret, uh-huh. Ron the Barn, I don't know. I'm absolutely sure that you know that book. Yeah, um, yeah it, it got to my hands and I read that book. And... I don't know what happened, Kiana, but my mindset totally switched on into what I really want to do. I remembered my dreams. I remembered, you know, the the ambitions that I had in life. And then suddenly a friend uh, appeared in my my Skype, um, who was um, a very old friend of mine. Uh, who was living in London and uh, he invited me to come for a couple of days. I did come and I saw the Tower Bridge and I have a picture that I can share with you if you want uh-huh. later on. I'd love that. And I got reminded that this is the, basically this is how I want to continue live my life in London. So I returned back to Istanbul. I left my job. I packed up my luggages and I came here to build my life from total zero. <laughs> Love so, that. Yeah, yeah. So that was the moment. Oh, beautiful. It's such a journey again, you know, it's it's such an experience that you had. And the fact that you can recall it so well says a lot about, you know, how powerful that feeling was, that desire, that burning desire that you had. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was a burning desire. And when I came to London, actually, in 2008, I had a clear ambition, a clear picture of what I want to build. I wanted to complete my master's degree. Mm-hmm. I wanted to build my career in um, sales, which I did. Um, yes. 
uh, after age of 30. And why I'm highlighting that is that I know that there are so many people out there that have this limited beliefs or misbeliefs that you cannot achieve anything after a certain age. Um, Well, let me, well, let me tell you, you can a lot. Uh, Mm -hmm. You can be a successful businessman or businesswoman. You can be a leader in the best software company in the world. You can travel the world. You can earn lots of money. You can have the best people around you and you can enjoy the best standard in life or the quality places, you know, out there. You can do absolutely anything. Yes, you can. Oh, thank you for sharing that with us. And I completely agree. It's so important to keep in mind that regardless of the age that we've achieved or, you know, the age that we've gotten to, it has absolutely nothing to do with what you can achieve right now and in the future. And it's really important to focus on that. You know, we can all dwell in the past of, oh, I wish I'd done that before. I wish I'd done that when I was in my 20s or whatever it is. Yes, you can wish that. But let's focus on where we are right now and see what you can still do, because it's not over. You know, you, you might be 30. That doesn't mean your life is over. You have many years ahead of you. So thank you for Absolutely. that really good reminder. Absolutely. And, and another, you know, example comes to mind, if I may share. Um, yeah, please. I am 41 right now and I'm super proud um, because there was another thing that I really (laughs) there was another thing that I really wanted to achieve and that was changing the path of my sales career and moving to coaching somehow right Uh coaching enablement that was another burning desire that started in 2019 I think but Mm. um, finally in 2020 during the pandemic, there was this moment where I was unhappy anymore in the company where I was working as a regional vice mm-hmm. president. I quit my job and after a couple of weeks, I started building my own coaching business, not knowing exactly what I'm doing. I signed uh-huh. up for an academy and um, I started you know, kind of receiving all these insights and all this guidance. And now uh, I am working for a software company in the enablement department as a sales coach, which is another thing that, you know, kind of makes me super proud that I was able to achieve after 40. So here we go. Yes, 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 absolutely. And that's everyone who's listening, take a page out of Denise's book. Honestly, this is what you live for, right? This is what you do. And you have so much knowledge that you gather over the years, you know, yes, with your computer science, with your sales career, and then the coaching on top of that. And that has got you to where you are right now. You need those building blocks, don't you? And I'm so glad that you say that you're so proud of this, because when I saw the message on LinkedIn that you changed jobs and that you'd gone into this role, I was like, oh my God, yes, because I, I know we it. talked about this. Yeah, we talked about this, right, during uh, during my beta program and that that was something that you were building up towards or, you know, working towards, so to say, and you're here. And it is just so beautiful. That's the essence of a success story. Yeah. Yes, it is. And I feel it strongly. <laughs> yeah, oh, fantastic. What if you no longer had to wonder whether you're going to reach everything you've ever wanted to be, do or have? Imagine, just visualize it. 
Well, now you can. Join my signature program, Achieve in Flow, and finally feel like you've accomplished every single thing that you've ever wanted to be, do, or have. I will keep saying these three things because it isn't just about having or doing. Most importantly, it's about being. Because who wants to have and do everything that they've ever wanted and not be happy about any of it? Check out the link in my show notes and get started today or maybe tomorrow. Speak to you soon. Bye, Han. So if you were to define, I suppose, the things that got you here, would you say that you have a number one golden advice or you know something that helped you get here? It's a great question. Obviously, throughout life and throughout um, anyone's journey, people learn, build values and learn skills and go and apply. But for me, my number one golden advice would be don't lose faith. So fate, fate is something that kept me going and going and going until I reach a certain destination. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, I would start again for another ambition. Even in the most difficult times in my life, and I had a lot, I never lost fate. And I always knew that something better is coming for me something something big something better is coming for me it's waiting for me there and mm-hmm. I better speed up right I don't know how I develop fate Kiana if you ask me how do you develop fate <laughs> I don't know that's that's a mystery to me as well but I know that um it's always with me and I'm not scared of you know taking any risks such as like leaving my job or starting my life from zero tomorrow I can I can do that literally tomorrow because my fate is so strong that um keeps me going ahead and helps me achieve whether this will be a success or a failure that I can learn from but yes that's my number one golden advice do not lose fate yes oh I love that Faith is so important and I completely agree, you know, we all have setbacks, we all make mistakes, we all have failures that we can learn from and I think that's the most important part of it, that you are open to taking those lessons from your failures and keeping the faith that the next time is going to be better because you know what not to do, so you can move forward in a way that allows you to get to where you actually want to go and reach those desires and reach those goals that you've set out for yourself. But again, you need to be open to receiving those lessons. That's the, the very important part of it. Absolutely. I totally agree. And I'm just curious, you know, throughout your journey, you've gone into so many different directions. I imagine there's been some inspiration for you. Where did you get your inspiration from certain people or certain books or anything? Oh, Another difficult question, Kiana, you're challenging me here. <laughs> Always, so, you know me. <laughs> <laughs> and I love it, and I love it. So I know that people always come with one specific actor or an author, a politician, or maybe a scientist, like, oh, Albert uh-huh. Einstein and so on. Yes, there are loads of people, you know, that inspire me. It's every situation, a specific moment. It would be my friends. In another moment, it will be, you know, someone that, you know, I hear on the TV or a book that I read. Yes. Mm -hmm. I find many people inspiring 
And I love to get the best guidance from them. But genuinely, I think my father was my greatest inspiration. I spent a very little time with him, but I lost him at age of nine. But I learned a lot and I built my values from him. And I loved it how he talked to people and how no matter you know what the circumstances were, he was ready to jump and help. I remember he would be very tired from a day shift on the table and sleepless. But if there is a guest, you know, that he he loves, basically a guest at home, uh, Mm -hmm. he would value them. He would share whatever food and drink we have on the table and spend the quality time until the end, no matter how sleepless he was, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, He would speak multiple languages. He would speak with people at their level. He would always find things to joke about, to laugh with people, you know, even with people that had terminal illnesses, right? He would put them at ease and he would make their life better for that specific moment. So I think I always wanted to be like him. And I really hope that I am from time to time to uh, myself and other people out there. Mm, amazing. Actually, when you were saying this, I, I just thought, well, there's so much of that that I see in you as well, all those aspects that you've just named. So, you know, I can attest that, yes, you are a lot like him. I've never known him. But from what you described just now, I see a lot of that in you as well. Yeah. Thank you. I hope so. I hope so. Yes, we uh-huh. always need to chase in our very inspirational people and people that we can extract the best in order to build ourselves and characters or the ambitions that we, we chase. Uh-huh. But we shouldn't forget that we are inspiring ourselves. So at yeah. every moment we can find something that uh-huh. that is very inspiring that we can use another time right so whether this will be yeah. our smile whether this will be a certain movement you know with with our hand or mm-hmm. just the way how we relax and how we put our minds in rest and balance so that's also mm-hmm. inspiring you know and build the the practical things in life so look mm-hmm. within yourself to find something inspiring at every moment Absolutely. Yes. Great reminder, Denise. And I completely agree with you. It's so important for ourselves to check in and just find whatever we're doing and find some inspiration out of that on a daily basis. Even, you know, it's good to have those reminders because not only do we motivate ourselves that way, we also find out things about ourselves that we might not have otherwise known. Mm -hmm. And we can use those aspects and those characteristics in our favor. And we can use those to help others outside of us as well. As you were saying, go within as much as possible and learn about yourself, get to know yourself through and through, understand your values, know your boundaries, live by those on a daily basis so that people around you will be inspired by that, but will also be inspired to look within and find those things out for themselves so that they can feel good and happy and have the best life for themselves. Yeah. Spot on, spot on. So what would you say your biggest takeaways are from your journey? That achieving your dreams is not an illusion. <laughs> that, yes. it can be, that it can be real for those who um, have them mm-hmm. and know how to Uh, how to nurture them so that's my biggest takeaway just chase your dreams 
Yes, chase your dreams. That's such a good statement. You know, it just encompasses everything that we want in life, doesn't it? And just allowing yourself to take those steps and take those actions and make sure that you're not going to get stuck in a life that you don't love and that you don't enjoy living. Yeah, absolutely. So there's one last aspect that I'd love to go through with you. It's something that I'm going to be doing with every single guest that I have on season two. The questions are all around your word. So what is your favorite word? My favorite word is authenticity. Authenticity to me comprises of truth, honesty, loyalty, strength, and accountability Mm -hmm. and ownership. I'm a person of my words and I stand behind everything I say and do. And I believe that authenticity helped me win the right people uh, and circumstances that ultimately contributed to my journey. Love that word, authenticity. Fantastic. Um, So when you think of this word, there's thoughts and beliefs popping up, right? That's the case with most words that we have. What do you believe to be true about authenticity? So I believe that taking ownership and being loyal to yourself, but also to others, which you know, kind of includes the integrity as well, because mm-hmm. integrity is keeping your word to others, will help you become more decisive. Mm-hmm. in life will help you take risks go through very uncomfortable circumstances but at the same time build your life build your values nurture them and create more and more opportunities ahead of you i love that that's such a good statement such a good belief to have if you have that belief system as your grounding core system that is going to help you guide yourself in the right direction in every single moment that comes. Yeah, absolutely. How do you feel it will support you then in the present and in the future? It already supports me. Uh, it's like, staying, yeah, it's, it's staying through and loyal to myself and others, you know, uh, always help me uncover every opportunity that I had until now. And and when I see an opportunity, I jump. I'm this type of person, right? Um, (laughs) And I rather say what I truly think Mm -hmm. or feel instead of leaving in a lie and wasting time in illusions. Mm -hmm. Authenticity saves me time and energy, really. And I'm sure that it's a great element to invest for for the right future, build your authenticity, be open, be open with people, be open with yourself, reevaluate who you are, what you love. Mm-hmm. Are, you, are you in a place that you love to be? And if not, what you need to do in order to pursue that path that will lead you to where you belong right Uh so it's all about authenticity and I know that today we are surrounded by lots of social media and many people you know kind of prefer to put their masks and you know Mm -hmm. just show the best moments of their life and 
no, this yeah. is not authenticity. If, if you look at your pictures on Instagram or Facebook, really, you know, how many times you had, you know, that happiness or love that you just demonstrated out to the world, right? So mm. if you're, if you're feeling unwell, live through that. If you feel unhappy, live through that. If you are annoyed about something with someone, say, say that, right? So mm. allow yourself to be through. Because this is the only, only way that even the universe will unlock the next step for you and you will be able to grow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, my God. I couldn't agree more. Honestly, everything that you just said, I echo it. It's this sense of we can share all of our good days and all the good things that we're doing. But life isn't just about the good things. It's about the bad things as well. And actually, most importantly, learning from those bad experiences and things that we don't really want to go through. You have no choice but to go through it. You're in it. You might as well be in it fully, learn from mm -hmm. it and step mm -hmm. out of it as a better version of you and just a version of you that feels, as you said, happy, is joyful, is achieving all the goals that they desire and isn't letting anything hold them back and anything stop them from getting to where they want to be. So thank exactly. you for, for that. Yeah. Something kind of important for me as well, uh -huh. because if you, you mentioned that people shouldn't hold themselves and should obviously, you know, open and let themselves do things or say things, mm -hmm. many people hold themselves because they have that sense of fear of mm -hmm losing whether this will be the circumstances yeah. or the, the the people around them right well there is no losing in life there's always winning whatever you do there's always winning and learning yeah. right so so that's uh -huh. why just go ahead be yourself the right people <laughs> will stay with you the right circumstances will find you just oh, yes. go and fully enjoy your life Absolutely. Yeah. And you and I have both gone through that moments of, oh my God, but I'm going to lose all these people because they don't share the same values and they don't mm -hmm. share the same beliefs as me anymore. What am mm -hmm. I going to do? But the reality is you and I wouldn't have met otherwise if I'd been stuck in my own beliefs. Right. So it's Correct. one of those things that you, you know, is going to be a process and yes, it might hurt for a little while and it might be uncomfortable and it might cause some fear to pop up but the fear is actually just your brain saying I don't really understand what's happening here alerts alerts go back go back and then it keeps you in that safe comfortable zone where actually when you step out of that and you go through that barrier there's so much more beauty to be found and so much more authenticity that you can share and and, and show to the world around you as well so thank you for absolutely that love that mm -hmm. So Denise, just to finalize the episode, please share with the audience where they can find you on the socials, if they want to give you a follow, if they want to reach out to you to talk about the episode, anything that you want to share today, it will also be posted in the show notes. Okay, great. So, well, I do have social media as well. <laughs> Obviously, if people want to follow me at LadyDL you know, they're welcome to, but I would definitely direct them to my webpage, theuglobal.com and also the Uglobal, my uh, Instagram account. I would love to connect with absolutely anyone 
who would love to chat with me or share their experience or want me to share a little bit more. I'm just an open book and I would love to, I would love to share that journey with, with everyone. So, yeah. Beautiful. Thank you so much for that, Denise. And as I mentioned, all the information will be in the bottom of the show notes. So feel free to reach out to Denise if you have any questions. If you want to know more about what's happening in the podcast in the next episodes, don't ever hesitate to reach out to me in the DMs. Let's chat about how you felt about this episode and how we're going to support you throughout your journey as well. Have a beautiful day. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for being here, Denise. I've really enjoyed our conversation and I'll chat to you very soon. Thank you very much. Thanks, Kiana. If you liked what you heard today, don't forget to rate the show and send me a review. If you like sending me a DM, please don't hesitate. I'm always happy to hear from you. See you soon, hun. Bye.